This is a unique podcast exploring the criminal justice system and those involved and affected. We'll educate and expose the public as well as potential jurors to what takes place behind the scenes of those who are facing the system. Your host owns a litigation support firm called Justice Technology Professionals, and he works on criminal and civil cases offering support to defendants and counsel. What you're about to hear is an open dialogue opening the minds to the public to what takes place in reality as opposed to what you think takes place ladies and gentlemen welcome to the justice tech pros podcast here's your host dominic crea hello listeners hope everybody's doing well uh, today's podcast is going to actually be similar to the last podcast I did. I kind of like the way that went, just as far as me freestyling it and uh, just discussing various things. I thought it was a pretty good podcast. I got good feedback on it. So I do. I may do those more often, just um, things that may not be directly related to the theme of my podcast as far as criminal justice. But it does tie in in different ways because I'm going to be talking about... Um, today I want to talk about... A bunch of different things, and some of the things that we push back related, some aren't. So I wanted to do it on the Justice Tech Pros channel because I believe uh, listeners who may not have any idea about the whole we push back thing and tune in just for the criminal justice and my perspective on that and tips for defendants and whatnot, I think they'll benefit from it as well. Uh, just having a conversation, getting some thoughts out there, I think they'll be able to relate to it. So, <clears throat> with that said, one of the things I wanted to talk about, um, you you see it in all different facets of, of YouTube and social media. I touched on this a little last time as far as people getting attacked and, and, and harassed and all that on social media. Now, on YouTube, when you follow certain genres, I'm sure it exists in a lot of genres. I think it does. Uh, I'll bet it does because I've heard other content creators who have come from different areas of YouTube talk about similar things taking place and what I mean is like um, uh, you'll get all different genres in YouTube and by that it's like pretty much like the area that people go to 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 listen about certain topics or maybe there's a dog genre we know there's that ridiculous mob genre there's all different genres political genres you know so it's where you kind of fall in at Uh, psychology genre criminal justice genre it goes on and on so people go to what they're interested in and, and, and try to get um channels that are related to that to keep to keep um, their interest and to to find I guess what they want to learn about or interact about it's all an individual thing and personal taste as to where you wind up but you'll see it often you'll see a lot of these attacks like right now what's going on uh, on YouTube with some of the channels I follow which is non-stop attacking of people on personal levels and um that's actually why I know a lot of people didn't may not agreed with it, and a lot of people were upset by it, didn't understand it. But the truth is, the changes I've made for we push back is better for everybody, and I'll tell you why. It, it's I noticed some people they want to address uh, things, and they they're right to do so, and they feel in order to do that they may need certain people on and whatnot that I may not agree with. I may not see the correlation, but that doesn't mean I'm right. My way of looking at it's right. For me, I may not see how it uh, helps or how it furthers the argument, but what I did realize is I have no, 
it was an awkward position to begin with, even when I put that rule out. I knew it was going to cause some trouble uh, because some people just don't see things the way I see. Some people want to deal with people that I don't want to deal with, and I need to respect that and understand that. And I have a hard line with certain things. I just do. Um, I just have a hard line, and I can't put that on others to have such a hard line. So I, my point just is I think overall it's better. It's better that I just put what I want to put as far as everything related to we push back. I'm going to look to cover every informant I'm aware of. Some I'm just not aware of, but if people give me a heads up or they want maybe some info on different informants, I'll do my best to pull some cases. Right now, I'm focusing on the article section. If you go to the We Push Back website, there's an article section, all these lying informants. And it's not just to put all the articles on there. It's to give those who have no idea who these people are some background about what they're all about. So the same way they put articles out there about all defendants all the time, it's only right that these lying informants have the same articles put out uh, where they were featured and give uh, people an understanding about what the media has to say about them. The same way the media um, will cover the narrative on the defendants before trial and look to uh, put out as much as they can to taint the defendants for trial. Uh, it's very important that people see both sides of that. See everybody involved in certain trials. See all the characters. And then you start weeding through and see what's true and what's not. So I, I got a lot of ideas for the website. I'm going to be putting up transcripts on the website of different cases for the informants. I may make sections for each informant as it grows, depending on how big it gets. I got a lot of ideas to develop, and it kind of frees me to just make that the focus. And as I said, unfortunately, uh, the focus was being lost. And it's really no fault of anybody. You know, if they're going on and getting attacked and they want to respond, that's what they're going to focus on. I don't blame them. Everybody's different. You know, you're not going to be attacked and not say nothing for it. And that's where I started thinking about basically the concept of enough is enough. And that's something maybe for everybody who does have to respond to these things. You know, if you're getting tormented day in, day out, you're having things done. And whenever you do an episode addressing it, you could hashtag enough is enough. And everybody in the same boat will see that enough is enough. And they'll all, re they'll all read about each other when they click the hashtag. They'll all read about what everybody's going through. It's just an idea I wanted to throw out there for people. Um, it'd, be, it'd be a good way to bring attention to this other situation that's going on where you got content creators being harassed, women being harassed, being tortured. And I want to talk about that a little bit. When you break it down, <clears throat> the reason why some of these ladies are being attacked all has to do with because they simply want to defend themselves or they want to defend their family or they want to watch uh, a certain content creator. I've seen um, somebody on the channel, and I don't want to mention any names because I don't want to bring further attention to any of the morons who like to attack these people, but there's like been a few women who are supporters. Um, they're supporters of myself. They're supporters of, of other channels. And they actually get thrown into the mix where they start becoming a target of these attacks simply because they listen to certain content. How crazy is that? You know, and the more I think about it, it'd be good for those going through it to really bring attention to that. And that's why I was just thinking the enough is enough hashtag for people who want to respond. Now, me, I have a different uh, way of responding when I want to clear something up or if somebody's lying on me. I don't really go down the, you know, if they're abusing me, let them abuse me. Uh, as I said, I find that comical. It's like a little child. If a man is really serious and a man is a man and not a male, he's not going to use the internet to abuse somebody. So 
that tells me what I'm dealing with. And it's funny, somebody left a comment on my uh, page the other day that I guess one of these creators that degenerate that I actually made the rule about, I don't know, I guess he's been abusing me and saying nasty stuff. Again, I find that funny, number one. Number two, you have to realize, I look at that completely different. I don't want a garbage pail like that ever talking kindly of me or ever giving me a compliment because I would question myself if that happened. If somebody of that caliber can relate to me in any way, shape, or form, that would tell me I'm doing something wrong. So when I see they're attacking me, they're abusing me and insulting me, that tells me that I'm doing something right because my ideology and the way they behave are on two entirely different planets. So there should be no way to relate to one another on any level. So when I see they can't relate to me and they insult me and they want to talk tough, everybody talks tough, you know. I already spoke about that, the tough talk, but no action. I always say if you're feeling froggy, leap. You got to stop, you know, all bark and no bite. People are going to realize you're just uh, blowing hot air. So you get a lot of that on here. You get a lot of that. So when I see that and I'm getting insulted by a certain caliber of, of a person, I don't know, to me, that's exactly how I want it. You know, I just look at it differently. That's exactly how I want it. Those type of people should never have anything good to say about me. If they do, I'd be concerned. I don't want them ever having any kind of kind remark cast at my respects, at my expense. The way I feel about all of them is the way they should feel about me. And I have nothing positive to say about any of them. So I just found that remark funny. I, I, I don't think the guy was trying to be a troublemaker. I think he was just... Uh, you know, let me know that the guy spiraled. I guess that content creator freaked out when I, when I said I wouldn't want anybody dealing with him. So then he uh, <laughs> turned his attention to insult me and abuse me. And so, and again, it is what it is. You know, people still platform him, have him on. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah, that just tells me a lot in a lot of ways on many different levels. But things that I was already aware of. So I'm not concerned about it. Um, as I said, everybody's a different meter. But what I wanted to talk about, the concept of why a lot of these things start up. You have to realize that if you notice, if you go back a few years ago, prior to everybody, well, not everybody, but to the small group who, uh, hold on, let me just quiet up my dog. Basically, before a, a small group of people decided, hey, this whole lying informant thing isn't okay. We're not going to treat these people like rock stars. We're going to point out their lies. We're going to say it's not acceptable. We're going to give a voice to those who are impacted uh, that want to refute and rebut a lot of these claims. And, and that's always been one of my key focuses, what we push back. And I'm really going to push that aspect of it hard as far as giving a lot of these people a voice. I've already reached out to certain people that were topics of different podcasts and um, some some I'm building a rapport with as far as giving them comfort. I want everybody to be comfort, I, comfortable. I always spoke about that, and I even offered, well, I'll talk to their defense attorney. They could talk through their defense attorney on an episode just to get the points out they want to get out and just to get out the inaccuracies they want to get out. So that's really going to be a huge focus for this coming year. I, I want to try to get as many people that have been impacted, that have been dying to, to pretty much give their side of things. I, I want to make sure they have that outlet. And uh, what I was saying is I noticed that when you went back a few years ago, a lot of this didn't exist because there weren't people, everybody at that time, there was no opposition to all these lying informants and all these different YouTube channels. 
everybody was just eating it up and telling them they were the best thing in the world and whatnot. And then because of uh, we push back and certain things, that, that, that climate changed a bit. You had a group of people that were saying, hey, this isn't enough, as I was saying earlier, blah, blah, blah. But what I did notice that happened is the lying informants, their supporters, and there's a lot more behind the scenes. Listen, people, people are starting to wake up now and say, oh, I, I believe they're setting people up. They should have listened to my episodes from over a year and a half ago, even on Justice Tech Pro's channel, when I said what these lying informants are going to start doing. I predicted it about all at the beginning of the We Push Back episodes, I said it, and uh, nobody really picked up on it because they were still dealing with certain people. But I think now it's starting to sink in, and the truth is it's only for their benefit. Nothing good could get, could come from getting set up, and that's all that's happening. It's clear as day. Anybody who don't see it, I don't get it. As I said, I've been talking about it for over a year and a half when people thought I was crazy. But now it's starting to sink in. Some people are starting to understand it. They're starting to put the pieces of the puzzle together. You have to realize, folks, I did episodes specifically how lying informants could get away with things that the average person couldn't. If any of us were doing the things that they're doing, as far as the threats, as far as the tormenting and all that, there'd be a problem. There'd be a problem. That's why my approach is always showing the facts. If somebody's lying on me, I'll come on, I don't attack. I, I try to just lay out the facts. I'll say, this guy's lying here, this guy's lying here, this guy's lying here. I try to keep it a certain way uh, for other reasons as well. Uh, unfortunately, I have to adhere to different guidelines than a lot of people on here. It's just how it goes be, because of certain circumstances that I'm aware of. I know they're going to be way more focused on what I have to say than perhaps some other people. So I always bear that in mind when I speak and when I do certain things. But there is a need to, um, to uh, refute the lies. It can't just be ignored. And I would tell people all the time, when I say ignore somebody or I say don't talk about them, it's not I'm saying don't fight back. I'm saying don't acknowledge the person. Acknowledge the lies. That's what my purpose has always been. Because they're not going to stop. You could ignore them from now till kingdom come. They're not going to stop. So that's ignoring them is really not a tactic, a tactic to have them stop. The way I see it, ignoring them on the level of confronting them personally and bringing attention to their channel. That's what I mean. Because here are the facts, folks. A lot of these people will go to content creators' channels because they, want, they like the content creator. And they may not have ever even heard of these other people. But now if you start talking about them and bringing attention to them, they're going to start searching and they're going to find these people. And in essence, you're helping them. So that's why I try never to say their names. It has nothing to do with anything else. I just don't want to give them attention. I don't want them getting one sub based on something I said. That's how I look at it. People would think I was saying ignore them because I was delusional and thought that would make them stop. That's not going to make them stop. When I say ignore them, I mean, address them without addressing them. So you could say this content creator said A, B, and C. The reality is X, Y, and Z. It's just a matter for me anyway that I was trying to offer advice to everybody. For me, you need to memorialize those things. You want them housed somewhere where it's memorialized in the public. So God forbid you ever have to revert to it. You could revert to it and say, here, here's how I responded. I didn't uh, go low like they did. I just responded to the to the lies, and I wanted to give the facts. So it's just more about style and approach for myself. 
And that varies. People, everybody has different styles and approach. But I just wanted to clear that up because I think a lot of people thought when I would say ignore them, I was saying it would stop. I don't think it'll ever stop. It's just ignore them so you don't bring attention to them and you don't help them without realizing you're helping them. There's a way of addressing these things and putting them on blast and exposing their lies without them getting any benefits of that. You know what I mean? So that was my, my thinking at the time. And all of those things kind of led me to, to make the decision about we push back. I just felt that, um, I almost felt that I didn't want, I, I never want to force anybody to do something that doesn't come natural to them. And I felt some people felt as if I was forcing. So then I just said, I don't want to do that. That's not my job. I'm not an employer, uh, you know. Uh, so I feel in the long run, it's going to be the best thing I've done for the movement and for the exposure it's going to get. I'm already working on some uh, sponsorships that I'm going to do for We Push Back. Uh, so I'm going to look down that road where we get the word out there on that level as far as sponsorship. So I have other things, and at least now I don't got to be concerned with optics where you have the public saying, oh, who's this guest on this We Push Back channel's uh, on this We Push Back Channel's episode, and then they go look at the guest, and they see all kinds of crazy stuff the guest did. So that kind of separates that, and it keeps the movement at the forefront as far as the message. The message is focusing on these lying informants, exposing their persona, exposing their true behavior, and exposing all their lies. And I'm going to start, it's going to be a huge project, it's going to take me a long time, because it's very tedious, but I, I, I want to go through a lot of the database of the informants that I house at my office, and I want to pick out all the threats, all the attacks, all the times they were making fun of a defendant or making fun of an ex or making fun of a woman. Or man. I want to put all that and make a nice compilation video of every single informant that I could find doing these things, whoever did these things. Some may not have. So whoever did these things, I want to make a compilation video I'm going to have that on the website. I'm going to have that on the channel. Things like that, I believe, are very powerful. I believe the public needs to see things like that because they're just having this um, false character presented to them in the best of light at all times, whether it's at the jury or it's at these uh, interviewers who, who host them and platform for them and ask them all questions to make them look like heroes. So it's very important for myself that people see what I see and understand what really goes on and understand what they really do. And a good case study of that is the, now what goes on with people like content creators who have had enough with certain things. And I'm not just talking about lying in form, it's just in general. But if you notice, there, a lot of the problems they're having stem from lying informants. In other words, the people attacking them are friends with lying informants. They're helping out lying informants. They're platforming lying informants. So it's kind of all intertwined. So having enough of that is important that those who have experienced that perhaps also come together with the enough is enough hashtag, you know, and they could talk about what's going on, how they're getting tormented. What, what did they do that, that prompted that torment to give the public an insight? And um, I believe that'll be important to really keep it, to keep track of what goes on because a lot of the public don't see. Somebody comes on here, you know, I find it funny. Uh, a lying informant could come on here, say all these things, bash all these people, bash people, bash people from their past life. Try to act tough, try to act with the wear the suits, the cigars, the glasses, impress everybody, and they have no issues. 
You get family members who come on here and maybe say, oh, this guy lied about my, my father, my brother, my uncle, whatever it may be. And they get put through the ringer of her attack, under attack, people going on their page. Do you know what would happen if people went on these informants' pages attacking them directly? They would be, their handlers would be right up on that. They would be right up on that, seeing whose accounts they are, seeing what they're about, and logging all that. But it's okay for a family and uh, anybody speaking up against it to get attacked, right? And to get harassed and get slandered and defamed. That's okay. And that's why I feel they all kind of intertwine. Now, lately, it's just been a battle of a lot of content creators battling it out. But as I laid out, you could see the tie in there. You could see how the tie in there. And as I've been saying for a while, there's a lot of people pulling the strings behind the scenes on these things. And they want them to go a certain direction to set people up. And now, hopefully, although I've been saying it for a long, long time, people are starting to get that. I hear people starting to say, oh, yeah, they're starting to understand it. And that's important. If you understand that, then you know what you're dealing with. And then shame on you if you fall for it. I mean, you know, you, you got to use your wits and you can't fall for these things. You really can't. You got to be one step ahead. Don't ever let anybody get the satisfaction of setting you up for this stupid nonsense. You know, you may lose your temper, you may get angry, and then you got a problem because of some moron who was trying to get you jammed up. So it, it, it's, uh, I'm, it's refreshing to see that people are starting to put those pieces together. And I do believe, listen, I think the content creator wars are never going to end. They're going to keep going back and forth. It's like ping pong, folks. When you're watching a ping pong match, everybody's going to go back and forth watching that ball, watching that ball. The only way you stop watching the ball is if somebody puts the paddle down and doesn't engage. You're not going to watch one guy hit a ball, right? But that's not going to happen. They're just going to go back and then... And then it goes from one show, then they'll follow the response. Then they'll follow the response. So they'll go from creator to creator. And that's why I try not to name any of these creators, just to alleviate that ping pong match, just to alleviate the back and forth. I try to just focus on what I think is important to make clear. So if somebody's saying some crazy lies at my expense and I want to clear that up, boom, that's what I do. I clear it up to the best I can. And... Um, that's my approach and that's my style and I just always share my insight that I feel is in uh, someone's best interest. Some people don't see it that way, some do, but it is what it is. I know some people interpret it as me telling them what to do. I don't see it that way. I, don't, I, I, I look at it like when you're working with people, you got to look out for each other. So things I implement isn't looking to tell anybody what to do. Uh, I don't want to tell anybody what to do. I don't want anybody telling me what to do. I don't look at it that way. I look at it like decisions made are in the best interest of the group as a whole and to protect everybody's reputation, protect their, that's how I was looking at it. And people disagree. People interpret as, oh, I don't want anybody telling me what to do. Well, I don't see it that way. And that's why what I did was the best I could have done. Oh, it was the best overall for the organization so I don't even got to hear somebody say, oh, I don't want to be told what I want to do and, and feel as if I'm telling anybody what to do because I don't. I, you know, unfortunately... For those who can't, who don't like, you know, when you work with like an organization or a belief, you got to have certain rules and guidance in place just to keep the optics. And it was just getting too uh, lost. It was getting too lost. So now it frees me up to go the route that I intended to go through from day one and really push this thing. And that's why I was holding off on a lot of the marketing aspect. I turned down a few interviews right now just about we pushed back. Uh, because I wanted to see 
what I could do to tweak it and get it where I need it to be before I really start blowing it up, which I intend to do. Um, and, and now I think I'm getting in that position a little better where I'm, I'm really almost 100% comfortable where I could kind of let it out of the gate and let it do what it's going to do. And um, that's really it on that end of it. But I feel that it's important for anybody impacted on any level. You got to speak up and you got to defend yourself. Me, I like to just defend myself. I don't like anybody else involved because I don't want to drag anybody in. I don't want anybody else uh, saying anything on my behalf. I appreciate it greatly, but I don't like to put my friends in the line of fire or anybody that supports me. I'd rather it just come my way so I deal with it one-on-one and that's it. Uh, Because unfortunately... A lot of these creators just fight dirty and they see if somebody's defending you, then they're going to target them. They're going to pick on them. They're going to go. So, and I I actually prevented a lot of close friends and family from, uh, from saying what's on their mind because I just don't want that coming their way. I told them I got this. It's not, this, this is nonsense to me. It's people talking on the computer. What I feel is important is when they say degenerate lies or they say things, and I just want to clear those things. So I'll always address lies when I feel they're on a level that's important. Uh, a lot of the nonsensical lies I don't really address, but um, I'll always address the lies. I'll tell you a funny, a funny internal thing. One of these content creators made the mistake of trying to say something negative about my business, saying like I cheated in business. And um, some of my businesses have partners in them. And I had a partner of mine who wasn't too happy with that. And uh, he wanted to go a different route than I would go. You know, he wanted to go down the the slander route and look to go the legal route. And I, I just personally, that's not my comfort level. There's nothing wrong in it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying people who do that's a rat. No, I'm not saying that. It's just I'm just not comfortable with certain things. It has nothing to do with that. Everybody's different. And I'm a man. I have different rules for, I don't know if it's sexist or not, but I have different rules for how a man, a man should operate and how a woman should operate. A woman, I was always taught, um, you treat with more respect. Uh, you look to protect a woman. A woman has to protect herself. And so I, I, they have a different set of rules, in my opinion. They need to do what's best in their interest to help themselves and to protect themselves. So it's a different set of standards. But I got to say, my partner was not too happy. And I had to tell him, like, just leave it alone. Nobody's going to listen to that stupid crap because he was uh, he was pretty fired up and it's funny you know what we come from different backgrounds so it's just funny you know you see um, when somebody feels that their business is impacted they really they're not crazy about it <laughs> they're not crazy about it and I can't blame them if somebody starts taking food out of your mouth you got to do what you can to prevent that but again for me, I look at it a little differently. A lot of these content creators think they're more important than they are. Nobody hears that nonsense. Nobody sees that nonsense. I, I, It's just irrelevant. I had one or two emails. I'll tell you a story. I had one or two emails. I'm not even going to say what these people did. But basically, they want, like for a living, I mean, what they did. But basically, they were inquiring about what was going on, what we pushed back, and some of the things the other people were saying. And you know what I told them to do? I said, listen. Go play all my episodes that you want to play. Go play all the We Pushback episodes you want to go play. And then go play the episodes of these people who are saying these things. Then come back to me in a few weeks. One person came back to me and basically said, uh, okay, <laughs> I have all I need and it's not what I thought. 
uh, as far as uh, what they were trying to claim that We Push Back was doing. And this is a stranger, never met this person in my life. They, they were looking to do something. And when they, uh, they, were, they were looking to put on a project, I guess, based on it. And when I told them to do that, I didn't even give them any insight. I didn't even try to explain it. I said, I'm not explaining anything. Go look at the channels, look at the content, then come back to me. They did that. When they came back, they basically said, Mr. Kriya, uh, it's not what I initially thought. Thank you for your time. And that was it. The other person never got back to me, so I don't know if they, uh, what they concluded. But I just found that interesting. Remember, folks, the content's going to speak for itself. They could say all they want. People could make up what your intentions are. I still got people making up my intentions are the free bad guys. I'm not going to address that. Let them think they, what they want. Actions will speak louder than words. Play one episode where I said free bad guys. Play one episode where I said free somebody who was convicted based on the actual evidence of the case and put up a defense and lost. Play an episode of that. Every one of my episodes is focused on the right to a fair trial. When somebody's stripped of that, they have to get relief. That is the overall theme. So they could say it. They could twist my intentions all they want. But when somebody plays it, they're not going to see anything that they're claiming. They're not going to hear anything that they're claiming. A while ago, people said I, uh, one of those informants that I threatened his kids. As I said back then, go play one of the episodes where I did that. Go, go show me a comment where I did that. It never surfaced. It never came to light. You know why? Because it doesn't exist. That's why. Remember, the proof always falls on the accuser. The burden of proof has to fall on the accused. So the person accusing, okay, prove it. You can't just say it. You got to prove it, right? So you got to put that in your head. Anybody can say anything they want. We know that. We live in a country where anybody can sue for anything, right? And then you got to go to court and prove your case. Or, or the judge may throw it out. But anybody can sue for anybody, anything and anybody can say anything. So talk is cheap. You have to back these things up when you say certain things. You got to show proof. You got to show what led you to that conclusion. And that's what's going to stand. The uh, rhetoric, the lies, the insinuations, that, that's all nonsense. The meat of it is going to come down to the content. So always be very cautious of the content. Be cautious of what you're putting out there, what you're saying, what's said on your show. Because the public, from the outside looking in, they're going to judge you based on that. They're going to judge you based on what you're putting out into the atmosphere. What you're contributing to your content. Are you contributing hate? Are you contributing insulting women? Are you contributing drug use where you're on cameras smoking joints and doing this? What are you contributing? What image are you putting out there? You know, that's the other big move. You get all these guys, I'm helping kids, I'm helping kids. They're on camera smoking joints. That's not helping kids. You know, I'm not a prude, but I've never tr touched a, a drug in my life. It's just not who I am. It wasn't for me. Oh, now I have friends of mine, yeah, they may smoke pot and stuff in their private life, but they're not going to go on camera doing that crazy shit. They're not going to go on camera. I, I, I don't know how, I, I don't see the link to that. Oh, I'm helping kids and let me write up this freaking, let me light up this joint right now while I'm helping kids. To me, that's crazy. It's about the image you put out. Whatever you're doing, put the image out and stand by it. Otherwise, the public's going to look at you like, this guy's a joke. If you claim to be doing one thing and all your actions show something else, it's hard for anybody to give you any credibility. It really is hard for anybody to give you any credibility. And I, and I think a lot of these shows, they, they get annoyed, 
if you notice, a lot of the uh, supporters of the informants who have shows, they get annoyed if other content creators just don't agree with them and and uh, want to do their own thing and make their own content. They got to attack them. They got to abuse family. They got to abuse friends. They got to abuse children. It's insane when you think about it, folks. Folks, the public needs to see this whole cesspool. And it's important that they see the driving force behind the cesspool of these lying informants. Think about all the creators who are now abusing women, attacking women, lying day after day. What do they all have in common? They're all friends with lying informants. Similar behavior, right? Similar behavior. They're all one time or another buddies with lying informants, were acceptable with lying informants. Uh, you know, look at it like, ah, these are all good guys. That's the caliber of people they surround themselves with. Other Others may look like there's nothing wrong in that. Me, that's not for me. That's not the type of people I want anything to do with. And that's why there's a divide as far as just people in life. There's always a divide, folks. You got, when you get those diehard Republicans, you get the diehard, uh, diehard uh, Democrats, they'll never see eye to eye. You can show them fact after fact after fact. They'll never see eye to eye. They'll make excuses. They'll play with the language. They'll get very specific. They'll be like, oh, well, you said I held an apple, but I held an orange. You understand? So they'll do whatever they can to diminish the oppositional argument. That's just society. That's how it ex exists. You have people on all different sides of, of different issues. And when you have someone who's not open-minded and logical, they don't care what you show them. They're just not going to believe it. They're not going to do their investigation. They're not going to come up with their own facts. And it all, when, when you're making a determination and you're forming an opinion, subconsciously who you are as a person, person all helps you to finalize that decision. So whatever your belief system may be, whatever you feel is right and wrong, that's all going to be formulated to what you conclude. That's just how it goes. So sometimes it's almost impossible for you to see somebody's point because you're so far removed from what they believe to what you believe. You just can't see their point. And it has a lot to do with on here. Um, a lot of the people who do see my point are family members of those affected or defense teams of, of those impacted who were wrongfully conf uh, convicted or people from a lying informant's former life who got lied on. You know, people of that could all relate. The general public who never really experienced that, they may not be able to relate too much. So that's why I try to appeal to them by being factual, uh, by letting them know when I am giving my opinion and letting them know when I am giving facts. I just try to talk to them. They may not agree with everything I say, but if they're logical, they'll understand the points I'm making. And I've, I've come across many uh, reasonable, rational individuals who have emailed me, who have said they started out believing everything these lying informants have been saying, and now they're looking at it totally differently. They see their true colors. So you are going to get people who are open-minded, who are intelligent, who aren't so stubborn. Those are the ones you have to appeal to. You're never going to get the closed-minded super fans. You're never going to appeal to them. It doesn't matter what you show them. You're never going to appeal to them. You'll always appeal to the rational thinkers, the logical thinkers, the independent parties who are able to just look at the situation without, um, without really having sides to it, where they're just looking at the facts and saying, hey, this isn't right or this is wrong. For me, that's a better approach. It's a better way of looking at it. When you try to convince 
the diehard super fans on the oppositional side, it's not going to happen no matter what you do. You could take them outside, point in the sky, and say the sky's blue. They're going to tell you it's not. Just the way it goes. And to go back to my point, right? How many times that happened in politics? You show the facts, but if the facts aren't in favor of maybe the party they support, they're just going to uh, minimalize them and brush them off. That's simply how it goes. So I feel... I wanted to just kick around, as I was saying, the whole concept of enough is enough with a lot of the people, creators, supporters, people with channel where they're getting dragged into stuff, they're getting targeted simply based on who they watch and who they support. How insane is that? I know I don't go after supporters of the lying informants. I don't care who they support. I tell them on my episode, go watch. And that's what's important. They could say whatever they want, but when they play my episodes... They're going to hear me telling people, go watch the line of form. If you want to support them, support them. It doesn't matter to me. I'm just here giving my opinion on my side. And if you're open-minded to listen to it, I appreciate you taking the time for that. They're going to hear that. And then they're going to hear on the other side how these line of formats are having their buddy content creators attack people, having supporters attack people, dox people, look them up. That's what's important, folks. Show them how you conduct yourself by your actions. That's what's key. Show them what you do and how you respond to the things and the class and the uh, courtesy that you can have while still giving your point across and how you won't sink to certain levels and you just won't do certain things. That's going to mean something to the right caliber of person. The dirtbags and the lowlifes will want you to get in the muck. They're going to tell you, oh, do this, do that, do that. They're going to want that. But different level of people will see who you are as a person And they don't need to like you or dislike you, but they'll respect that. And for me, that's very important, the conduct and what you put out in the words. And I always like to make sure my actions support my words. So if I'm saying something, I have to make sure my actions support my words. And that's difficult sometimes, you know, when you're tied to uh, different creators and this, and they want to express yourself in certain different ways. And it may not be they're right or wrong. It's just a different way. So sometimes... That could cause conflict if you're like, oh, why'd you do it this way? And that. But you can't control that. You can't expect people to do things the way you want to do it. And all of that was a culmination of me just saying, I think it's better for the supporters, for the members, for everybody who's behind We Push Back to have it as its own entity. Those who want to continue to support it and really believe. I'll tell you one thing. This is going to show me who really believed in it and who didn't. Because you don't need to be... Uh, Featured on a website to believe in something. You don't need, if you truly believe in something, you're going to support it. If you don't, you don't. That's it. So you could see who keeps hashtagging We Push Back, who keeps putting the website on there to talk about these different informants, who contributes to it. That's another thing. Anybody who has a, comes across an episode that may, uh, that may expose a lying informant and they want it featured. Send an email and we'll talk about it. My only hesitation with certain episodes, I'm going to be totally blunt and honest, folks. Some episodes that concern me, they may focus on a lying informant and it may be a great episode and they're tearing the guy apart. It's great. But if their channel also has them platforming and giving a voice to all these lying informants, that is something I'm not comfortable putting on the site because it sends a double message. It's saying... I support this episode, but not this channel. I don't support the platform. It's a little, it's a little uh, gray area. So I have a hard time with that. I don't know. I got to think about that. 
uh, overall and how I could possibly incorporate that. But I think those listening understand what I'm saying. It gets a little gets a little muddy if you, if they have one episode where they're doing the right thing, they're exposing the lying informant, and then they have another episode with the, with, where they're platforming the person, and that person's bashing all kinds of people. It, it, it's it's a bit of an oxymoron in concept. You know, it throws me off a little. So I find it a little challenging because I have seen certain episodes recently from certain content creators that I enjoyed. But then when you look at past episodes, it, it creates a little bit of a moral dilemma for myself. And again, these are all decisions I, I have to make uh, as far as what I want represented. So I have to think about all that a little more. Um, I found some other channels that have nothing to do with this that I've never come across, uh, and I don't think anybody's really has seen, uh, that I'll probably put up a lot of some of their material because they'll do an episode here or there based on, I saw one with a victim actually talking about a lying informant was caught on, on a recording saying all kinds of lies and they locked this guy up. So I'm going to probably feature certain episodes like that. I, I got to think about that. But um, that's what's important. Those who believe in it, those who feel strongly, you just keep making your content on it. Keep hashtagging we push back. Let the public just click on those hashtags to understand what the message is. And that's going to separate who really believed in it from those who really didn't. You know, and, and, and there's nothing wrong in that. They didn't believe in it that strongly. Hey, there's nothing wrong in that. Nothing wrong in that at all. But it would just, I think it'll make it stronger. You know what I mean? Because the ones now doing it, the ones hashtagging it, the ones bringing attention to it, it's going to be more of an impact and it's more centralized where it's just an informational hub. There's no individuals tied to it. I'm not on it as far as an individual. I'm not a member. I'm not a member of it. There are no members. It's just an informational hub. I put episodes, I'm going to put episodes on there that I did that directly relate to lying informants. I've done 93 episodes or 92 episodes for Justice Tech Pros. They're all not going to go on there. Maybe 10 will go on there that I did specifically on lying informants. So it's going to be just episodes that have to do with the whole lying informant persona, behavior, lies, attacks, etc. And that'll be, uh, that'll be harvested from all different sources that I come across. Articles. It opens the door. Now that it's just an informational hub as opposed to a creator hub, it opened the door in a lot of ways to any kind of information. Media form, document form, transcript form, anything. So I'm going to really brainstorm on that. I'm going to talk to a couple members of my team who probably can't stand me because they're not... <laughs> <clears throat> they're not interested in this stuff and I'm forcing them to do certain things. So, And yes, as an employer, I could enforce my employee to do certain things. But I take care of them so they're not complaining. <laughs> they're probably just bored out of their mind. But um, that's probably some of the things I'm going to focus on. So again, today had no real topic, folks. I just wanted to kick some uh, things around. And also I wanted to throw that idea out for those who are being impacted you know, day in, day out, or getting um, tormented, or getting freaking harassed, or getting lied upon, you may want to start doing that enough is enough hashtag. This way, everybody could kind of come together on that front. You know, you could deal with other people that are going through the same thing and bring attention to it. And um, I know the opposition started that nonsensical movement <laughs> in response to what I started, but the truth is you could show how their supposed anti-bully movement is anything but, you know, could bring attention to that. There's a lot of ways to do it that just to show two sides. 
And it's not a matter of convincing anybody, folks. It's a matter of just doing your content. Put the facts out there. Tell the story. Be transparent. Be descriptive and be precise. Always do your content as if you're getting a brand new listener who has no idea what the hell's going on and you're trying to explain to them what's going on. That's always a good way to look at it. That's why on the Justice Tech Pros channel, I keep things very general because I do have a lot of um, listeners that may not know what the hell I'm even talking about because they're just not involved in certain things. So I try to keep the, the message general and the concept general. I just feel it's a better way of expressing myself and it's also a better way of speaking to those who may not be in the know, but they could benefit from my words and from what I'm trying to explain. I also want to thank everybody, everybody who was a member, each member outside of one who uh, <laughs> we got rid of a while ago, <laughs> but all the members up until I disbanded, I want to thank each and every one of you. Um, I want to thank you all for just participating, you know, just putting out your content, just being part of it. I want to thank all the supporters. The supporters are huge. Remember, I said from day one, folks, without you supporting it, without you listening and following it, this means nothing. Nobody will, it only goes so far. So the supporters, you, you got to give yourselves a hand because you keep it going, you're keeping it relevant. And that's all valued more than you realize. And, I, and all the members who took the time to put content up. And all, all those who are still supporting it. All those who are going to keep doing content. All those who are going to keep hashtagging. I want to thank each and every one of you. It means a lot. It was humbling to really see people supporting something I believed in. People understanding the concept. And people taking the time to bring attention to it. It's very humbling to see that and refreshing. It actually gave me a new perspective on perhaps uh, there isn't so few that think similar that that I you know to the way I do. Perhaps there are more out there. You know, I was used to just having my friends and my family who could relate, and I see that there's a lot more people who could relate, and that's refreshing. That tells me that certain old school morals and tactics and how things are done aren't lost. You know, they're just not lost, and that's a good feeling. So again. Tremendous thank you to everybody um, for the time we interacted, for the time uh, uh, you, you were supporting We Push Back. Anything you've ever done to support myself, to support the show, I just appreciate it tremendously. And I thank the silent supporters. I know firsthand there are many, many silent supporters that people aren't aware of that'll uh, give me a heads up that they're watching. And uh, I just want to thank each and every one of those individuals as well. Don't think I don't know that you're watching, you're listening, and you're supporting. I'm well aware of it uh, on many levels. And, and I appreciate you taking time to watch, and I appreciate your support. And obviously to all my close friends who constantly hit me up with kind words, supportive words, and family. I can't thank any of you enough. It really means a lot. And... Um, Again, anybody I built a rapport with, anybody I uh, interacted with, always feel free to contact me. If you if you just want to kick around ideas for your site, or you want to do some We Pushback stuff, or you want something featured on the We Pushback website, always feel free to reach out to me. And I think that's it for today, folks. Again, it was just kind of like a uh, just a shoot the breeze session. Some things I just wanted to talk about. I hope you enjoyed the topics. 
Till next time. You've been listening to the Justice Tech Pros podcast with Dominic Crea, one of the most unique podcasts on the internet, discussing the obstacles the defense team faces when trying a case, what goes on behind the scenes during pretrial and motion phase, holding defense attorneys accountable, making sure they're fighting for their clients, the difference between textbook law and how things truly play out in a courtroom, and everything in between. And everything in between. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show and we'll be back soon until then find us on twitter facebook and instagram at justice tech pros to email the show with questions and comments it's podcast at justicetechpros.com till next time this is justice tech pros podcast and dominic crea signing off